Beta Perik Aleph Mishnah Yud one ten the last of the Perik, another in the series of Machlokus in Beis Hillim and another one like the previous Mishnah on the topic of sending gifts to your friends on Yom Tov. But in this Mishnah, we're not sending foodstuffs; we're rather sending um, clothing and fabric type materials. So the Mishnah says, Mishalchen Kalim, a person may send uh, clothing or other kind of sewn garments, even if they're not finished, whether they've been sewn together and they're ready for wear, ing as is, or whether they're not tefur and they're not sewn together. I think the simplest example is to get your head around it is, let's say, like when you buy a suit in the store, um, you buy the trousers without them being hemmed, and then you'll take them to a tailor to hem them exactly to your fit. So while the pants of the suit are not um, yet don't have hems, so they're they're wearable, but they're actually not wearable in a normal way of being a suit. So the mission here is Makel and says you can even send it before it's ready for wear. And the reason why is because at least in the time of the Mishnah, people would use um, clothing. I think their clothing much more resembles to like a toga than than a, than a suit of ours. Um, so the clothing, even though it's not you know finished, would be usable both. Um, to put under oneself, kind of like as a sheet or a spread or something to sit on the floor, or on top of oneself if he's cold, you know, think of the same way a person like puts like a, a scarf around his neck or a, or a, you know, a shawl or a pashmina and that kind of thing. So the point is, um, since those are useful as is, it's permitted to send that to someone on Yom Tov now because it's usable as is now. In fact, even if the gift that you're sending contains kilaim. Kilaim are the forbidden mixtures of the Torah, and the one we're talking about here is referred to as shotness. That's one of the types of kilaim. Shotness is the forbidden mixture of wool and linen. And what's forbidden isn't to actually combine the wool and linen per se, but rather to wear or use a garment or a fabric that's got a combination of wool and linen um, to protect yourself from the elements. That's the prohibition of, of shotness, like wearing it or keeping you warm, etc. So if you send a gift, let's say like um like a hard seat, which is like made of fabric, but it's it's hard and stiff, even if the fabric there is a has contains key lime, as long as it won't um, wrap around a person to keep them warm. Um, you don't wear it, of course, because it's 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 hard, like a cushion or something, like a you know, I don't know what, something like a seat, a beanbag type thing, but not not. A, not as squishy as a beanbag, it's something firm. You could send that as well um, because it's useful on Yom Tov and is a, is a fine gift for someone who needs a nice firm seat to sit on instead of sitting on the dirty floor. Vehein letzorach hamoed. That all is provided that the gift is being sent for the purpose of or the use on the holiday. Most on moed is referring to Yom Tov itself. There are those learn we're talking about even chol hamoed. But the point is that when you send a gift, if it's useful as is, um, or it achieves the the effect of bringing a person joy now because it's useful as is, even if you can't actually use it now for whatever technical reason, as we'll see in the mission in a moment, um, but if it's usable in terms of as opposed to needing further work done to it, it's misameach, the recipient, it makes the recipient um, happy on Yom Tov, and therefore it achieves the purpose that a gift is intended to achieve. And of course, when it comes to sending gifts, you know, it's the thought that counts. And that being the case, um, as long as the thought is one that's achieved because the recipient is happy with a gift, and will, which will be the case if it's a gift that doesn't need any further work done to it. So then, um, so long as it, um, you know, th- that's sufficient and allowed to be sent 
on Yom Tif, meaning you could even carry that through the Rosh Hashanah to bring it to the recipient to have on Yom Tif because it's Mesameach and it makes him happy on Yom Tif. Avalo sandal hamasumar velo minal she'eno tafur. Um, things that you wouldn't be able to give as a gift on Yom Tif is, for example, a sandal hamasumar. That is, the translation is something like a, a hobnail. It's not something. It's, it's a hobnailed sandal. That is to say, it's a sandal that has like um, almost like think of like golfing cleats. If you know what I mean, it's got these like nails in the bottom of it. That was that was a thing in Roman times, um, but. Because of a particular incident in which Jews were hiding, and then they panicked, and they trampled each other, and many Jews were killed um, because they trampled on one another while wearing their hobnail shoes, the rabbis forbade any days where everyone gets together, like Shabbos or Yom Tov, um, for Jews to wear these hobnailed shoes, lest they once again get hurt. Um, and therefore, one couldn't wear hobnailed shoes, sandal hamasumar, on Yom Tov. And more than that, it certainly doesn't bring a person much joy to receive such a gift because it reminds them of the tragedy of what happened way back when. And therefore, that's a bad gift and one that wouldn't bring joy and therefore can't be sent on Yom Tov. And similarly, a sandal, a shoe which hasn't been sewn. That means, for example, if the, the sole of the shoe and the leather upper hadn't been sewn together. So although it's great to get a pair of shoes, if they're not finished, then it's still be you know, sewn together, they're not useful as is, and therefore it doesn't bring a person much joy now and can't be used now, and that being the case, um, it would be um, not acceptable on as a gift to send on Yom Tov, um, unless you exert yourself to give it to a person on Yom Tov or carry it through the streets, which is a rob and so on. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Af lo mina lavan. Rabbi Yudah says, even a shoe which is completed from a functional point of view, it works as a shoe, it's a functional shoe in every sense of the word, but I mean, it hasn't yet been um, painted black, meaning it's called here a white shoe, minalavan. But think of that means, for example, think of your tefillin. So the underside of your tefillin, where it's not painted black, it's kind of white. Think of something like that. So these are leather shoes that are white, like the, the bottom of your tefillin. And the point is that in Rebbe Yehuda's locale, a person wouldn't be caught dead wearing shoes that hadn't been blackened professionally, and they were still, you know, white and un, unpainted. And therefore, even though... In theory, it's functional as a shoe. In practice, it's not wearable because I'll call it for fashion reason, you know, for fashionable reasons or whatever it is. It's simply not a wearable shoe yet, and therefore the recipient will not be especially overjoyed to receive a gift that requires further work. So, therefore, even though it's functionally okay, but because in practice it's not usable as is, it would not be acceptable as a gift in Yom Tov. Zehaklal, the governing principle is as follows: Kol any gift whereby the recipients will get hana, get enjoyment. Now, by receiving the gift, Mishal Chanoso can be sent on Yom Tov, even though the gift can't be used now. So the, the examples are a little hard to come by because you have to come up with something which is um, not useful on Yom Tov and yet not Muktzah. So um, the classic example would be, it's like Tefillin. Tefillin, let's assume Tefillin aren't Muktzah, Tefillin are thorny because of their quasi muktzah status, I don't against that anymore. But let's say for in the year twenty you know twenty first century, <clears throat> let's say you send someone a gift of you know the pair of sneakers you always wanted, you know, the, the tennis shoes you always wanted. So those those shoes um are not really wearable on Yom Tov because no one would ever wear let's say, let's hypothetically say this no one would ever wear um 
the issues on Yom Tov, but nevertheless, since they're ready to go and he was waiting for them and he's excited to receive them, they're a great gift and can be given on Yom Tov, and they're not mukta because they're shoes. They could be worn in theory, even if they wouldn't be worn in practice ever, um, because they're, they are wearable as is without any further work.